I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. My head hurts, not from physical, but constant visuals. So my mind works, sensing situations is critical. So my self-worth at all times is pivotal. Regardless of the group you pray with for the spiritual. PTSD, how can I? Got my hands and feet. But mostly the injuries from things that seen. Cracks under the surface, he came back a different person. That smile hides the pain of what makes it all worth it. Real strength lies in help because the alternative. Self-medication, alienating relief. Relationships leads to a deadly place. So let's start the show with this. Signing on, trip. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. All right, welcome to the Neuro Nerds, and I have a very special guest today because yes. my co-host Lauren is being amazing, traveling the world. I think she might be on her way home by the time this comes out. I'm not 100% sure, but Lauren's being amazing in Spain. Spain. I have, for this very special Memorial's Day episode, veteran. I can say veteran now, right? Yes. Veteran, yes. Um, it, it, we really appreciate your service. Incredible artist. My friend, my man, huge comic nerd as well. Trip Denim. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, and thank you. And he's got that that sultry. Thank you uh, for having me. <laughs> sultry seventies soul DJ voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've been working on this. You know. So, so Trip is one of my favorite people because Trip is like I had one of the most epic comic book nerd conversations with you. It, it felt good in my soul, and you actually schooled me on a lot of black comic books that I didn't know existed. Yes, like it, it does though. It, like, it when does you, when you have a a, a good. Um, what I call comic world intelligent conversation with another comic fan. It does something to you. So it, it, it brings us together as people. It, it does. You, not, you know? not, not, and note to say, not to disrespect any of the MCU fans mm-hmm. or, or, or those who are just acquainted 
based solely upon these films. Right. Because there's so many films that were wrong. It, well, so yeah, there, there, it's the difference that I hear all the time from Harry Potter fans. Where it's okay. like, oh, you really like the movies. Oh, yeah, the movies were cool. They're nothing like the books. The right. books go into so much more detail. So Felice now is re-listening. She's listening to the books, like book on on, on tape. Okay. She's like, I don't have time to I don't have time to read these things. It's yeah. literally, it's like almost two days worth of book. So she's listening to them. And I was listening to some of the stuff, the detail they go into. There's so many characters that didn't even make the movie. And I right. think the comics okay. are like that. The exactly. comics, it's like you kind of get the gist. It's almost like the cliff notes of the comic book itself. So if you're actually a comic book reader, you you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, if you're just a fan of the films, check out the comics. Like, check out the source material. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, have a guide. Have a guide. Feel free to talk to the, you know, young men and young women or older men, older women at, at the comic store because you can get lost in, in, in some of these characters. There's so many different storylines, so many things that are canon, not canon. And I'm, I'm sounding nerdish right now. Oh, yeah. But. I love it. Uh, but just, you know, you don't feel bombarded. No, no, no. Because you because could. You, you easily can. Easily. Because you're going to go there. It's like, oh, my God, there is just so much. So what you need is you need your Obi-Wan. You yes. need your Yoda. Yeah. You need somebody to guide you through the stuff. So that's what Trip was for me. We were just talking about comic books. Then we were talking about. So you guys can't see because this is a podcast. Trip is a black man. Yes. And we were talking about, you know, black men being represented in, in comic books. I was like, yeah, well, there's Blade. There's Spawn. There's Falcon. That's about it. And, and, you know, shout out to Falcon, which uh, he gets a bad rap. He, uh, he, he does. He, he um, has. He, I'll tell you where it started. Where did it start? It started in his comic book outfit. <sighs> he literally a wrestler. Yeah. It's, almost like, it, it's, like a, it's like a onesie unitard thing. But, you know, they, they, they did that. And, and, and here's the cool thing about Falcon, for those who don't know. He is the first African-American superhero. Was he know the what first? I said. I know what I said. Y'all pay attention. <laughs> first African American superhero. Black Panther came out previously and before. However, he is African. He is from Wakanda. Oh, right. Falcon is the first Black American superhero. Was Falcon before yeah. Luke Cage? Yes. Wow. Which you can kind of see the fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is similar um, of how black characters were done at that time. But, you know, it was a play on the black exploitation films and things oh, at that time. It absolutely um, was. He actually looked like he was getting ready to go into Studio 54. Falcon with that outfit? Yeah, exactly. And Luke Cage was following And him. Luke Cage was his hype man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um, but, but yeah, it's like little things like that, uh, you know, for the most recent movie in game, you know, there was a little bit of a, a tick with some people like, oh, man, he's how come you gave him the shield and right. not Bucky? I'm like, well, you read the comic books. He, <laughs> but, he yeah, that, that, had the shield for a while and did a, quite a good job. That and, that was my you know. my issue was it seemed rushed in the movies. Yeah, it seemed rushed. Yeah. So the people that don't understand that, yeah, this was this whole story arc that went on for right. a while, you know. And uh, um, Captain Falcon, yes, Captain Falcon America. I don't know how would you just say that he he was dope. Actually, visually, I love the way he looked on the comic page. Right. With right. The, the updated outfit, the, the, the armor, the shield. I was like, yeah, that looks really, really cool. I actually really like the way that Bucky looks, the Winter Soldier with the um, Captain America shield. That looked actually really cool, too. But in the movies, it would, it just kind of seemed like, all right, so you have your homie, you got Bucky, right. you got this dude, a man lost out of time, a lost in time, just like you. And then you bounce and you live your life. And he's just like a second later, he's like, oh, the only person that really understood what I was going through is now a million years old. I yeah, yeah so I was I felt bad for him and then he's like oh yeah and then the mantle of Captain America is being handed off to this dude 
who you just kind of like hung out with for a little while. Yeah. I think that's where yeah. a lot of the issues come in. But if you actually know the source material, right. it makes a lot of sense. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's the cinematic universe. So we only get to see certain portions. So right. I, right, right. I'm going to assume there was an implied deeper relationship. Than him just like showing up and hanging out and going for a job. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming (laughs) it was more, uh, I think, more militaristic, more um, camaraderie bonding because, I mean, they both spent a lot of time in S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's looking at him like that's captain, that's the commander. So, you you know, what's funny about that. I had a conversation uh, last night. Mm -hmm. I went to see the the play Brain Problems. Okay. And I met um, a couple of survivors there, a couple of brain injury survivors. And not unlike the military, now I'm not comparing like what we're going through, like military, but like I hear a lot from military people is like, yeah, yeah, you can spot another military person in a room. Oh, yeah. Like you can see, oh, yeah, that dude has been this or this woman has been that. Like you can kind of see it. You can see it in the way that they move, the way that they interact. Like mm-hmm. you just see it. As a brain injury survivor, I'm kind of the same. Like I really? can kind of see, like, oh, yeah, that's, there's, now it sounds weird. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm like, what are the? It's like there's something wrong with you. But no, no, like I, it's it might just be like a, a mental thing. Not that like we're bonded like Professor X or anything. But like I could just like see the, the way frequency. like yeah, the, the the interactions. I could see like the discomfort. I could feel. I can see how they're reacting to noises around the room, the lights, the stimulation. Uh, and now most of the time, something, it's been a brain injury. Other times it's just like, well, I just I suffer from really bad anxiety. You know, right. But a right. lot of times I'm like, oh, so, you know, start talking to them, try to try to like pick their brain. It's like, oh, you 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 had a concussion or, oh, you you survived a stroke and you just start getting into these conversations. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're kin. So in talking to some people last night, it was like, oh, we immediately became family. Just it, we felt like we knew each other for years and we yeah. just met. I think um, a, a good reason for that is like in, in the military, you know, you from the beginning. You're you're taken away from everything comfortable and you're forced into this situation with a bunch of strangers. Um, so you're just kind of forced to make friends a lot sooner and build bonds a lot sooner. Um, and then you add on to that, you, you go overseas with these same people um, and it kind of becomes family. And then, you know, when you're out and about and you kind of go to another place and it's full of people and you kind of see the way someone's standing, you know, or maybe how the haircut is or, you know, their posture. You're like, oh, okay, it's military people. And then you you have that common language, that common um, commonality of things you can talk about that everybody else don't really know about. Right. And you kind of come together a little bit Man, that, that, that was a conversation last yeah. night. Like, we, we showed up, and it's funny because, like, uh, with me, it's almost the same things. It's not, it's the way that you carry yourself, but, like, I notice a lot of people, um, I wear my hair, my headphones constantly mm-hmm. like 24 hours a day like i have them in just to block out the background noise and a lot of people with that wear sunglasses indoors it's not necessarily because they're arrogant a lot of people are we a do lot live of are. we do yes. live in la right um but a lot of the people who aren't where you can see it's like oh no, no no you're not trying to shine right now you're trying to hide exactly and it's like oh that those are the people that i'm drawn to because i'm like oh you're going through what i'm going through and the conversation we had last night immediately so i just met one of these survivors it's the first time i'm meeting her so actually the first like real conversation I'm having with her and we're talking about the deepest things we're talking about right how to function as a person we're talking about how close we were to death we're talking about how we're living in this world now kind of like how after yes. Endgame 
<laughs> right, right, right. They have to go through. Um, uh, Captain America was like in in this this group. Like, how do we move on now? It's kind of like that. It's interesting you say that because, and, and then you bring up Captain America. He makes total sense as being the military guy, right? In that film, um, we do the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you relate that to uh, you know PTSD, um, it's almost like when you 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 get together. Mm-hmm. And you start sharing those stories. It's very similar. Same thing. Like, right. hey, yeah, remember, uh, you know, I'm outside. I'm smoking a cigarette. Man, mortar blows up, comes in. Right there, rocks going everywhere. We got to run. You know, it's like good times, right? right? You know, or you're just, you're recounting and kind of laughing about in some of the situations. Some a little bit more serious about, you know, near-death experiences, you know, or actual death experiences for, you know, some of the people who didn't make it back home. Um, but yeah, it's 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 that I don't know something. It, it, just you bond a lot quicker, and absolutely you just slice through the bullshit, and you're kind of just boom. Hey, man, you know this is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm coping. Hey, I'm doing these things, you know, and and you're kind of I don't know. You're willing to kind of listen to and talk to somebody who shared right. I, the I think for, for me, it's just beautiful because this is mental. This is Stroke Awareness Month, yes, but this is also Mental Health Awareness Month as yes. well. And, you know, I think it's just beautiful. And I think it's a need that we all have to find somebody like us mm-hmm. to let us know, hey, it's it's not just it can't just be me. I right. can't be the only one that's feeling this. And then when you run into somebody like, it's like oh, wow, you're speaking my language. Like, yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we, yeah. we get it. You know, and, and, you know, the mental health issue is, is large, you know, um, military wise. Um, well, yeah, I'm sure yourself or what you've seen Man. In, in, with, with your people, what, with the, the PTSD, I, with the stress, I'm sure. You know, I venture to say, and this is just my own personal theories here, okay, mm-hmm. that between a certain time frame, you know, most um, military members have some form, right? you know, of PTSD, um, especially I'm speaking for those who've uh, had the pleasure of deploying and and visiting our middle east regions yeah you're on the ground um, floor and some other places you you, know, you're there it's not tv it's this is in front of you yeah yeah and, and and just think about that post-traumatic stress disorder and what what it actually means right. uh i i think a lot of people think that it, it's you have to be have somebody shooting an ak-47 at you you have to have shit blowing up you know no let's break that down it's that's like, that's the stigma traumatic stress it's an event um, you know, you can be here, you know, just at the Seven Eleven, and just happen to see a very tragic and bad car accident that can affect you. Absolutely. It's a traumatic event and you are now having symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. You don't really realize it. So a lot of military members, I think sometimes too, um, we don't notice it, mm-hmm. right? Because we have that, uh, you know, well, my 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 situation wasn't as bad as his. Right. Right. It, yeah, it's comparative. Got, it can't be compared. I've got both my legs. You know, I've got both my arms. So what the hell do I have to, you know, really complain about at the moment? You know, right. maybe I saw a few uncomfortable things. Maybe I had to do a few uncomfortable things, but um I don't have that room to kind of complain um because it's not as severe right. as this person or that person. Um so you know that's that's one thing I would I would definitely say um I've noticed and I wish had a bigger light. Um, a lot of people, military-wise, there's been a long stigma about 
will it hurt my career? Right. You know, if hey, I, that's and that's such a I shame. Forward, and I, you know, I have to admit that I'm going and talking to someone. That just regular, that that hurts you know? my heart because I I I plead with everybody go see a therapist. Not right. uh, people who haven't had a stroke, people who haven't been in the military. I think even if you feel 100 percent fine. Why not talk to somebody? Why not just right. get something out there? Like, let's figure some stuff out, you know? Like, let's be better. And it's just a shame that you guys, because you guys are basically supermen. You guys have to go out there and not have bad days. Uh, more like Batman. <laughs> yeah, right, right. More like, more like Batman and the Bat family. We're, we're still regular people. Yeah, um, you, you guys, you know. like, you guys don't have sick days. Right. You guys are out right. there. You guys are on the front line. You guys are like mom and dad, but for the country. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, right. it's hard. You, you carry that weight that well you know i'm i'm having this day or i'm feeling this way but i can't show that because i have the weight of an entire country on my back yeah and, a lot of and, pressure and you know in military you have a structure you have a rank structure and the higher you get the more people you're responsible for so and and i know this gets me and it got me in a lot of trouble myself throughout my career with my own uh health right mm-hmm. we get older so then you got to always have these newer uh troops come in that are younger so they're going to push you, you know, physically. And if you're in a leadership position, you know, I can't have this from the front, right? Right. We lead from the front. So, you know, a lot of times you push yourself a little harder than maybe, you know, you should. Right. Um, and, and but you're keeping these things in mind. I say that to bring it to these are kids. So you, you, you're talking about I'm responsible for this many people. That's somebody's son, that's somebody's daughter brother sister right so these are are large stressors um that we have you know the longer you stay in it the further up you go um and and things to deal with Um, but you know it's it's part of the gig it it, it is part of the gig so with me so i suffer from ptsd Mm -hmm. um i had a hard time accepting that for a long time so I, I just recently, the most recent episode, I talked to a neuropsychologist and she actually said a lot of what you're saying. It's a traumatic event. It doesn't necessarily have to be a guy shooting at you. Right. It's a, whatever traumatic event was for you. It's after this traumatic event, it's still with you. It changes right. you. Now, is that why you didn't think or you didn't admit or like what caused you not to? So I, admit? I, I, ignorance. OK. Ignorance. So with me, I hear PTSD. I was like, yeah, yeah. as soon as I was told, oh, well, you're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. I was like, I, I, I'm not in the military. So right. first thing I said, I'm not in the military. And then it was explained to me. It was like, you don't have to be in the military. You had an event in your life that was very traumatic that imprinted on you, you know. Right. So right. that's what you're suffering from. So like a lot of like the, the Vegas survivors, a lot of um active shooter oh situations. yeah oh my god i feel horrible right. for the kids oh yeah you know what i mean at, oh, the, yeah. at the schools i was like but i was never involved in one of those situations mm. i mean i grew up in la in the 90s right i've okay. had a, i've had a gun pulled on right i've had a knife pulled that's, on me. that's that's commonplace depending on where you come from yeah, yeah. I, i've been in shootings not like i'm i'm shooting and like i've been at places that have been shot at right that's a lot that can give somebody ptsd I never suffered really from any of that. Thank goodness that I never saw anything that terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but this situation that happened with me at the hospital where I talked a little bit about it last week, I'm going to end up doing an episode at some point, but I haven't brought myself to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where it explains like the origins of my PTSD, which came from a hospital basically losing me after I had my stroke. Oh, wow. So that was a thing. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> you, you definitely need an episode on that. <laughs> 
being so, lost by the hospital. Yeah, the, the 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 quick gist is I was at Valley Press. Um, I was doped up on heavy medications because I had just had basically brain surgery. Okay. My brain was bleeding, so they had to put a shunt in my head to drain my brain brain swelling down. I was on heavy um, narcotic medication, Norco. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no yeah, joke. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to go home. So in the middle of the night, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, I got up and I was like, I, I need to go see my girlfriend. And I put clothes on and I left. Nobody at the nursing station. What? Yeah, nobody at the nursing station, which was crazy. I had bright yellow bracelets on my wrist. I said I was a fall wrist because I hadn't walked in three weeks. So my muscles were all atrophied. Um, I wandered around the hospital for a little bit, made it out to security. And then security said, I don't remember this. This is secondhand information. He, that's what he told the cops. Oh, man. So he, he said, what, what business do you have here? And I was like, oh, I don't have business here. And he said, oh, you got to go. So he sent me out on the street. So I just wandered the streets. <laughs> For like three, four hours, hopped up on Norco three weeks after a stroke after and brain surgery. Brain surgery. Yeah. So oh. ever since then, okay. whatever happened, I don't have any memory really of the event. I have maybe five, maybe 10%. And it's mostly like memento. It's like little pictures. Like pictures. That's it. Huh. I do have a vivid um, memory of an alley. And every time okay. like, I, I can picture everything, I give you every detail. But every time I think about it, that's like what I, I suffer night terrors from it. Okay. Every time I think of that place. I freak out and I get really uncomfortable. And that's what like I wake up to when I have my night terrors. I don't know what happened, but that's where the stress comes in. It's uh, apparently in talking to the um, neuropsychologist, my brain is trying to figure it out. And that's it's there's like that blank area. Right. So it's trying to figure it out. And that's why I'm freaking out. Like okay. that's what's it. That's what's causing the anxiety. Yeah. The, the mind put it together. Yeah. The mind wants to know what happened from A to like it wants to know B. It knows C. It knows A. So it's trying to figure out B, and that's where all the anxiety and the stress is coming oh, from, man. Which is which is crazy. So it's really hard for me to like. I don't know. I haven't really talked about it because it, it's weird. Also, perspective. You mentioned earlier. You're like, yeah, you know, and then people like they have their legs. So what am I complaining about? Right. I feel that way. Uh, yeah, it's post stroke, but look at me. I'm I'm walking. I'm talking. Like I'm not like a, a stroke survivor right now. I'm I'm, I'm a stroke thriver. Thriver, right? So yeah. it's like, yeah. Do I like? There are people so much worse off, but like these night terrors, this PTSD I'm suffering from is severe, but I try not to like focus on it because I'm like, yeah, there are people so much worse. Yeah. And, and, uh, speaking of the dreams, man, I've been to Iraq twice, uh, you know, two combat tours and yeah, yeah, you weren't on vacation. Yeah. No vacation. No. Well, I mean, it was, it's a beautiful place. Um, and that's real. That's reality. I know a lot of people paint it a certain way, but it is a very beautiful place. Um, it's not just what you see on CNN. No, no. I mean, it's it's some very marvelous architectural structures that are still kind of in, intact, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's amazing. It's some of the best um, sunrises I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, just the desert out there, peaceful. Um, but I say this on the night terrors, man. When I first came back, and I, I first went oh five oh six. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we it wasn't as much of infrastructure, you know, so we were kind of, you know, first getting in. Um, this isn't overly bad, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's bad. So I'm 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 at the, you know, the cash. It's a little hospital, um, and you know, I'm going through there, and I happen to you know come across this uh, Iraqi security forces guy. Okay, um, man. Like, this guy, like, literally from the chin down, completely burned. Like, just all the skin gone, right? And, you know, it's 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 a uh, hospital's constructed how it is. You know, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. 
so you can kind of see things. And, you know, just seeing that sight, man, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of claustrophobic at times, and there are certain military vehicles, man, that we would ride, and it's like once you're in them things, the door is like, it's a two-ton door. You can't open that. It's like a little tank. Yeah, you know, you're just in these things, and, and you're like, man, you just, I hope nothing happens, because it's, it's burned to death in here. That's, that's all that you have to look forward to, you know. Um, but that, that in itself, that's trauma. But that, that guy, but <laughs> you know, I, I, to this day, I could probably, if I was a great artist, I could probably draw that guy's face. It's imprinted on, you, you. know, it is there. Yeah. And, um, in the beginning I would have, you know, I would see that guy, I would see nightmare, see a few other things. Um, but it got better over time. Right. You know, definitely I could say now my nightmares are more you know, about my kids doing something silly. <laughs> that, <laughs> then, that's um, definitely a pleasure. You know, that's in that range of things. But, uh, you know, it, that's another thing I would tell people, too, is like uh, you probably feel, and I know a lot of veterans, um, probably don't feel like it, there's a better point. Um, but it is. Um, right. it, it might not seem like it in that year one, two, maybe even five. Um, but if you're actually talking to somebody, um, and there's a lot of resources, military one source, um, and a lot of good anonymous uh, resources that people can use if you do have that fear of reprisal from uh, command. Or, it's it's know, such a shame that that's a thing, though. I mean, but it's emphasized now, though. It's mm -hmm. emphasized by the commands these right. days that, you know, we want you to get help. They want you to seek yeah. these things out. Um, but, I, you know, it's still kind there, of that. There's still that stigma that, there. It's you know, gonna do take. Do I? Do I not? Yeah, you know? it's gonna take probably decades, man. It's right. kind of like losing weight. You didn't gain the extra fifty pounds. It's not gonna disappear in a year. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's gonna take some time. Right. So, like, let, let it. T let's take a time. But yeah, that that stigma needs to go away because we all need to take care of our mental health. Right. Such right. A, it's Definitely. such a big deal. I mean, and and you know, it's cool to talk to somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, I, it, I, it's cool to talk to somebody. <laughs> I don't know why that's uh, who made that not. Ooh. I I'll tell you why with you me, know? Catholic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I, I was just yeah. brought up to not talk to anybody, to not inconvenience anybody. But it was it's the wrong way. I'm not saying it's the wrong way for everybody because everybody you're your own individual person. But yeah. overall, I believe that it's best to get it out because if you internalize it, if you don't process it out, it's not good. You're holding this evil inside it's of you. In there, I did that for 39 years. I almost died because like it forced its way out through uh, um, a vessel in my brain. Right, and, yeah. and and people tend to self-diagnose. Absolutely, right? I did that. I did that for years. We will self-diagnose. We're like, well, I'm fine. You know, I have a couple drinks. Yeah, and that, and that puts yeah. me to sleep. Exactly, okay. no dreams, no exactly. nightmares. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're numbing yourself. You yeah. know, and that's why there there's a, um, a high rate of alcoholism, drug addicts with um, people with PTSD because yes. people are just trying to you're trying to numb yourself as opposed to process it out. Oh, of course. To be honest, you think it's easier. It's not. It's so much more difficult to go through that, to numb yourself past this than actually sitting down and talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it is. I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. I can, I can definitely go get the 211 from the gas station, get the mall liquor for like, you know, four bucks. Um, you know, and as a, you know, I'm not sure. It depends on where you're at, how much your therapist is going to cost. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, but, but even... You know, just somebody to talk to about certain things that you trust or you, Dude, even what we're doing right now. This is why I started this podcast. It's oh, to yeah. start these conversations. It's to let people know you guys are never alone. There's always somebody. 
Now, I would say the neuro nerds are here to help. Like, I mean that. Like, I love for people to reach out to us and for us to help these people. But reach out to somebody. Reach out to a family member, a friend. Right. There are support groups. There's there's a, a million of them. You know, some of them are great. Some of them not so great. But you'll figure it out. You know, it's so much better than hurting yourself and being stuck in this place. Right. You right. know, once once I went to therapy, like the first time, I was like, I hate this so much. But I knew it was necessary. And it was it's literally I say I say it a lot. Like It's like dating. You yeah. just have to find the right person for you. Right. And that, that's that's it's good you said that because not every therapist is going to be the right fit. No, not right? at all. I, I had to break up with a therapist. Really? It was like breaking so up. How, how, how was that? Like, was, how did that? It was, was there tears involved? No, nah, not at all. I couldn't was stand it, it. Was it face to face? It wasn't. I, I told I told you to like, like, you a, like text a, him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I was that dude. Oh, he, <laughs> I, uh, so. So what happened? There is some growth there. OK. I wanted to do the fadeaway. Where it's just mm. like I'm just not gonna show up. I'm just not gonna respond so you to anything. Ghost I just wanted. I just wanted a ghost and just be be that's it. But Felice was like, Joe, you you, you got to contact her. And I was like, all right. So I sent the email, and it was literally email. like dating. It was because I I didn't feel any bond with her. Okay. At all. Okay. So I was literally like, so I'm gonna be looking for another therapist. <laughs> it's not really working out. And then I was like, you know, it's not you. You're great. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm sure you're great. For all of your clients. So oh. it's it's a hundred percent me. I gave her the it's not you, it's me. I did. I mean, and did she respond? She did. She was, was like, it, it was, was it, dude, nice? it was almost like, you know, I can change. It was, oh just, my it was a little weird. She was like, you know, I'm sorry if I did a certain thing. Is there some way that I can make it more comfortable? If it doesn't work out with the other thing, you can always come back to me and we can make it work. Like it was oh, so weird. Man. It was so weird, but I didn't respond back to that at all. Look at you, man. You you casting a spell on the therapist. But man. and then what's funny is I had another therapist who I just I fell in love with. My therapist right after her, and she was everything. She was a big help in my recovery. So let me ask you this: Do you find that uh, speaking to a female therapist? Have you spoken to significantly? A male I, I couldn't better? speak. I couldn't speak to a male therapist. Really? Why? I, I I don't know why. So I was brought up by all women. Okay. I never had a father figure in, in my life. Like I had to teach myself how to shave. I teach myself how to pick up on chicks. Um, I never had that, so I never felt really comfortable in talking to dudes. Uh, so I'm really okay. comfortable in talking to women, you know. And and it's it's just, yeah, it's normal for me. It's just interesting because like I, I, it just so happened that the people that I've talked to about can be women. Can, can I tell you? Can I tell you why I chosen that? But I'm wondering <laughs> if that makes a difference. Can, can I tell you why else? What's that? I'm a dude, right? Yeah, I don't want to sound like a bitch. You know what I mean? Right, I don't want to be right. like, you don't want to be sitting there to another guy. I don't want to be like, sitting in front of another yeah. dude and just be like, <laughs> and, feeling. and then I was lost. And like, I don't want to do that. Right. I, I pretend that I'm fine most of the day. There was this one beautiful thing that I saw people with brain injuries. It was like um, people with brain injuries aren't pretending to be sick. They're pretending to be okay. You know what I mean? So like Got when they're it. good, it's like, yeah, normally it's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just pretending I'm good because this is too much for anybody. You know right. what I mean? So I, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to do that in front of a dude. I just felt much more comfortable in front of a woman. Right. So my, my other therapist, one I like, I fell in love with, she ghosted me. Oh, okay. Karma. Yeah. It, yeah. It yeah. No, right back. Seriously. It's the, oh, yin, it's the yin and yang of life. Did she move? She, so I, I don't know. Like it's all left the, the place where I go. Like she just kind of, I don't know what happened, but I know the place like did, they like moved heaven to hell to like take care of me and make me feel more comfortable. Right because this was like not a normal thing and then after that i was like i've been talking to like my, my other therapist like it was funny because I, I love her now she's been a tremendous help but at the beginning it, just like dating it's like yeah you're cool 
but you're not her. You're not her. <laughs> so it was just weird. Right. And then, so on top of the PTSD and all the other like fuck up issues I have, I was like, now I have abandonment issues. <laughs> 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 but but it's cool. That's what's amazing about therapy to me. You just work some stuff out. Yeah. Just talk yeah. about it. So you don't internalize and you always kind of feel better. Like even if you have to break down and you're just like whimpering and crying. You learn stuff. You do. Yeah, I mean, you learn stuff you, about you truly yourself. You learn stuff. And, and um, I, I, I tell people your mind is, uh, your mind is only programmed to go certain ways. Um, somebody else is going to take the same situation, same things you're going through, and they might have a whole different pathway that you couldn't see. Right. And it's not possible for you to see without that, that assistance. Right. And then once you get it, you can get on that path and it's, it's like night and day. Dude, we are all one. Night we all we all day. need each other. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Can, can, can I? We're, we're bringing it back to back to nerd here. So wh- whatever you do, don't do what Professor X did to Jean Grey. Uh, don't do that, man. So th- that's that's the problem with just shoving this stuff down. Right. When it comes out, it's like the Phoenix, man. It'll destroy worlds. Yes. Yes, and I, I hope everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, he nerds. Know that Professor X. So, Professor X, what he did yeah. is, I'm ruining the Phoenix movie because it looks terrible and you guys shouldn't go see that anyway. Well, no, this isn't ruining the Phoenix movie. This is this is just literally, she was that powerful without she, the Phoenix. She was. She, that's right? true. So she had it in her. From day one, he meets her and he's like, I got to lobotomize this chick. <laughs> right. Much like, or she, she, she was like, she's basically all. an omega level mutant. So right. he kind of get went in her mind. He's like, yeah, if she ever loses it, like she's not going to hurt people. She's going to destroy the planet. Right. So he basically hid that part of her brain. Like he just, yeah, that's not yeah. in there. Like we're going to lock Take it that out. up. Take yeah. it out. And he did that until yeah. he didn't. <laughs> until she figured out he did it. And, and, and she's touched by the Phoenix and that changes the game. Um, but that begs the question is that, you know, ethical for him to have yeah. done a preemptive strike. Right, like right. That. You haven't technically done anything. She hasn't done wrong. anything yet. It's like going back, it's like, well, yeah. if you, would you kill Hitler as a child? It's like he hasn't done anything I mean, yet. Why why don't we raise him you know, and love him? That's an interesting question. You know Everyone what I mean? always goes to that. Yeah. I, my first thought is, why can't we just if we could go back to when Hitler was a kid, why can't we go to like when he's twenty two? <laughs> take, take, take about that when he's 20 i yeah. feel a little bit more yeah, comfortable like, like like when he's choking you know? cats and stuff like right. Right, right, right around that right we don't have to take out baby hitler you know <laughs> yeah, yeah like we, we go back in time like even with uh the avengers like let's go to uh, the quantum realm let's go back to like young thanos and be like hey man you know what we should do we should learn <laughs> how to take care of this planet and grow more resources we yeah. should do that because you, know, you guys are gonna run out for first off wasn't it just so great how they connected the time travel. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. The whole process. I was waiting on that. I was like, I get it. Randomness of the quantum realm. You can just jump out at different spots. Just different spots in in time. And leave it to Tony to have to be the one to figure out. You, yeah. When he hit it, he was like, Eureka. I was like, Of course you did, because you're Iron Man. You are Iron Man. Now, your thoughts, because I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. We've got half of the population right disappeared. Yeah. Five years. Five years of moving on, five years of sorrow, mourning, then they're back. Yeah. So, this is, are they taking into account, like, so now you've remarried? So bugged out, right? And I'm back. What happens? Uh, Maybe certain people 
uh, you know, have kids now. Dude, so like there's different crazy about that is having a brain injury. I lost an entire month of my life that I'll never remember again. Well, I want to say never because hopefully it'll come back. My doctor says like at some point it might, it could. So I, 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 I still have hope. The first year of my recovery, it's a little patchy. There's Dang. not like there's big, huge chunks that I just don't remember. I'll see pictures and I'm like, I have no memory of that. You know what I mean? So like sometimes that's I feel that like I feel like I came back to like a parallel universe where Biff is running the world. You know, what right. I mean? Right. It's, it's bizarre. Um, So like I understand that that's why I think community is so important because you need to talk to other people like you to yes. help you get through these patches, you know? Like right. even talking to to my my friend uh, Devin that I met at this uh, at Brain Problems Play, like meeting her in person, she uh, did an Insta story and she said, you know, one of those life changing nights. And I was like, wow, that touched me. And I was like, right. wow, like we're re- we can really not just me, we we as a community, we just as a people, we have the power to affect people's lives. We we do it a lot in a negative way unintentionally, but we right. have a, we have the power to change people's lives for the better, which in turn is changing our life for the better. Exactly. You know how they exactly. say it like it feels good to give gifts. It feels better to give than to receive. Yes. Yes. Eh, sometimes it's, 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 it's good <laughs> to give and give. Yeah. Right. But what's beautiful is I understand that now as an adult where like I, I used to do it in a negative way where I was like, I'm miserable. So I have to fix you to make myself feel better. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. It's a broken, okay. it's a broken right. way of doing it. So like I'm miserable. So I'm forcing my will on you to make your life good and you happy so I can live through your happy life. Like I, I was a, I was a passenger in Daddy. other people's lives to make, because my, my own life was miserable. Now I'm mentally healthy enough to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to help people. Cause it's like, I want to do that. And it feels good. Right. Not because I have to. And that makes you feel good. so much. It, right. It's like it's like little missing pieces. Like I didn't know how much um, I needed to be mentally, mentally healthy. Number one. Right. And number two, I had no idea how much I really needed to help other people. Like it just it's a good feeling. Man. It's so it, it's, it's, beautiful. It's one of the best feelings, man. It's uh, just and, and I don't know, uh, just different ways of helping people or whether you're mentoring the young or sharing your story and experience someone right. is like hey it um really helped me musically for myself but uh, I, I think also you know. not thinking people are gonna take your spot you know what i mean yeah. like even in the military where you're like yeah, yeah. These young kids i can't have these young kids be better than me right i'm pushing myself harder well right. may, maybe talk to the kids and be like hey man i was right where you were oh yeah you know what i mean so like you're gonna get to this point at some point and this is how you're gonna feel you know what i mean i think that'll change that that stigma going on in the future right right it's you just, know it's, it's just opening doors and, and talking more that's more of a dialogue about communication man things, like we man. need it we need it as, yeah. we need it as a people <laughs> we, we we need to talk more we, we do and it's been so helpful to me to talk to other survivors it's helpful to talk to you number one you're a big nerd i love oh, that man yeah appreciate that also appreciate I, that. I i appreciate you like it, it, it's it's awesome it's awesome even having this conversation about the military and things that uh, you've seen with with people around you share sharing your story. It's it's been um, it's actually helpful to me because I have a certain amount of guilt that I have PTSD. I know it sounds weird. Right. I, right. I, I do. And I'm like, dude, the things that you've seen, the things that you've been through, the things that you've witnessed. Why am I complaining? I got right, lost. Right. So you have yeah. that guilt. But the, the, the reality is our trauma is our trauma no matter what it is, you know, exactly. and we, we have to own it and we have to do our best to get past it. And we can't, 
So when I look at other people and I compare, I do that almost as like a motivation thing. Like, cause I don't want to be, Oh, woe is me. Right. Right. I had a freak out last night. I mean, it's, uh, it's, 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 as uh, you know, may rest in peace. Uh, the late great nip hustle said it's a marathon and, and everybody is on a different lap in that race. Right. So, uh, this person's experiences are theirs and, and yours are your own. Um, you have to own those, um, acknowledge those, and then you can move forward. And it's not a competition. No, I no. mean, it's never um, should be looked at in that light. I think, um, you know, some people do it. Some mm-hmm. people do it. Um, but to me, it's just that that person's damaged a little bit more. Right. He's hurting a little bit more um, and needs a little bit more help. He's not as far on his journey as I am or someone else's that's kind of gotten a little bit more understanding. Right. Right. That, so. That's what I love about, you know, uh, this, my, my community in particular, it's if I succeed, we all succeed. If I see somebody else succeeding, that's, I'm not, well, why are they? No, it's like, yes, you're right. doing that. That's amazing. That's like, it's hope. Like I, okay, I have to share know? that with other people. You right. know what I mean? It's like, I wasn't able to do that, but they did. Yes. We can all do this. We can all aspire to do that. You know, definitely. Definitely. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag YouSoRock Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at JoeSoRocks.com slash YouSoRock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so, so rock. rock. <laughs> I would say on the military side, I know it's a lot of veterans that um, feel as though um, maybe there wasn't as much support. And I know in the past and previous years, uh, the support has gotten better and better for veterans over the time, especially with mental health. The more I think there's an understanding of what's going on, it can now be more of a preemptive, like, okay, we can ensure these individuals are, you know, screened better. Right. You know, the resources are offered to them, you know, upon their exit, as opposed to you know, a long time ago um, and years ago, how things were. Yeah. They say, all right, bye. Right. Enjoy right. your life. It's, you know, Vietnam veterans, some of my uncles and things like that, and the stories they would tell about, you know. It's, so you, you come from a military family. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You know, uncles, father, um, both sides, um, Army guys, Marine Corps, Air Force, so. We got a, a long lineage um, of service, you know. But the future is looking bright. It really yeah. is. Yeah, you definitely. Know? As, definitely. as terrible as it is, um, a lot of your family had to go through horrific things. You yourself had to go through some horrific things for the future so they don't have to. Right. You know? And I know that sounds, yeah, but what about me? Well, yeah, yeah, let's figure that out right. now. We got to right. figure out, like, how to help you now. What's going to work for you? That's why you got to find, you can't do it on your own. You got to talk to somebody. You got to figure out what's going to work for you. But there's a bigger picture. And I think what gets me by every day, especially days where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What gets me by is perspective. Where you take a step back and you say, you know what? It's not just about me. There's it's bigger than me. There are other people out there that need this. They need, I need this. I need to do this. Like I have, like I have a compulsion. Like I need to. Right. No. And and there's, and there's listeners (laughs) that need this as well. Absolutely. That's what I think about in those days. It's those days where I'm like, no, no, no. There are people that have reached out to me and said from literally across the world, say, thank you. You know, and I'm like, oh, what? What? 
oh, wow. Like I'm, I was doing this for like my healing, but like people are thanking me for putting this on so they don't feel alone. That's perspective. That's exactly. I have to keep on pushing, not just for me, for other people, you know, and I want to be kind of a beacon of hope. And every single time I hear one of you guys reach out to me and, and that gives me hope that keeps me going, you know, exactly. We're, we're, we're all in this together, just like this world. Yes. <laughs> this, this wonderful world we all cohabit. This, this little blue marble we call Earth. Yes. <laughs> so, Which so is tr- a tiny speck in a big scheme of things. Really, dude, that gives me anxiety. Yeah, really? It, it does. Like when you when you really you gotta think, believe it though. You when you really think it. that we're a speck of sand in this giant beach of the the universe, oh it gives me anxiety. Yes. Because it's like so much out there, so much we don't know. That's the cool thing though. It is cool, but it still I, gives me anxiety. I, I really, you know, I really gotta believe that there's like other other things other beings they're, they're way more advanced you, do you want to know why because i'm not that arrogant i'm not that arrogant yeah. to live here in the states and be like oh oh anything overseas yeah that stuff doesn't exist exactly no no, no. so yeah exactly. we're here on earth there's this giant never-ending universe, universe out there yeah, yeah yeah we're the only ones yeah there's no 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 it's, no, it's no, not possible have you guys ever seen justice league unlimited right right (laughs) have you ever seen crisis on infinite earths i mean and that's that's probably where i would uh draw my line Mm -hmm. i'm not sure about the multiverse the multiverse that's where i'm kind of like i don't know about that one so so if if i i like that a lot because it's like in a in a parallel reality we're sitting on opposite sides right in a parallel uh, parallel reality uh i'm i'm a african-american woman but it's like <laughs> the theories i just it, it, it i don't get them sometimes because i'm like well don't don't certain actions like cause a fraction off of a splinter so it just you keep getting these never-ending splitters right like splinters that, whenever that, yeah, you make that, a decision that's what it is it's literally it's literally never ending ever that's 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 weird it is that, that's weird like uh I, I don't have the mental capacity to just like yeah, try to figure it that. out but i like the way it is. I like I also like that we can create our own realities like if we end like if we're vibrating on the same if we're on the same vibration like mm-hmm. we can create beautiful things yes. almost like I talked about a little bit at uh, brain problems when I was at the play um, and Felice was talking about it like she reached out to people and people were praying for me right so those prayers are a certain vibration exactly right Got so it. if we're all on the same vibration we can create things they created health for me because percentages say I shouldn't be here right Right. Really high percentage of say I shouldn't be here. Not only that, the fact that I am here, I shouldn't be as functional as I am. Like I am like a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. You're an you're an anomaly. I am. That's, I am. And that came from not just me being awesome. I like to think a big chunk of it is me being right. awesome. Right. But there were so many people praying out there for me, and I really believe uh that words energy and being energy and vibrations can change things, you know. Have you ever seen um you ever do this thing like I think it was like elementary school? where you have a plant mm-hmm. and it's one plant you just water give it some sun that's it the other plant you do the exact same thing same amount of water same amount of sun but you talk to it uh, you talk really nicely to it i think i, I think we, we we like you played music in one right right one you didn't one, you didn't. one, one yeah. like you just say really it was it was i don't remember really playing music but you would say hey plant how you doing today you doing good you're doing right great, man you're beautiful i can't wait to see you grow you just talk to this plant. That plant grew significantly larger and stronger and was healthier than the other plant. Even though they had the exact same amount of sun, exact same amount of water, there was something in that because it's a living being. Exactly. You know, it's 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 weird. I don't know why that reminded me of the happening, but it did. 
I like the happening. The happening. I, I I didn't like that it was like, all right, yeah, plants kill, but I kind of like that plants killed. That uh, makes sense. It's their it's their place. It's their place. They're they're defending themselves. It's their place, and we kind of just do what we want with them. No no regard for. Yeah, we do. When you rip a carrot out of the ground, it screams. I don't know if that's true. It's it's probably true. (laughs) It's probably true. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. So comic wise, what did you grow up, grow up reading? Oh, man. Um, I grew up on, you know, DC, mm-hmm. Marvel, um, Milestone slash DC, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dark Horse, like everybody else, Dark Horse, Image. Um, but growing up, it was probably more so DC, Marvel. I mean, DC was and Image because Spawn was really Spawn, big. So was amazing, man. Um, I was I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I was a Savage Dragon. I like them too. Savage Dragon. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with Savage Dragon. Yeah, remember he was like the green guy. Yeah, he was a police officer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I am familiar with yeah. Savage Dragon. Spawn yeah. for me. I love Spawn. I love the character. We were talking earlier, um, uh, off mic, uh, about Spawn, the animated series on HBO, which is just amazing. Oh my gosh! Hyper violent. Seen it. <laughs> it's you must 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 watch must. it. So an animation. this absolutely is not Spawn the movie with Michael Jai White, which no. I, it holds a special place in my heart. Yes, it's terrible. Yes, but it was Spawn on the big screen, right? Which I appreciated, right? But it was such a muted PG version of one of the most hyper violent, incredible, most incredible characters, characters in history made. of comic books. Unique, very unique storyline. Um, the the action. Mm-hmm. I, I even think the way that Tom McFarlane like drew right the panels were also, like also the all fact that revolutionary he, that he chose you know a, a black military man, yeah, African American yeah. military man. Um, I mean that's it's it's it was it was cool, and especially for me at those times too, man. I'm like I was heavy into like I said like where are the like black superheroes and i was fortunate enough to um be a young man when milestone came about and introduced us to you know icon static and and yes guys it was static then it became static, static shock, shock. Yeah, yeah. DC, static on the page you know brought them but it's static, static shock in the cartoons right? um you know all of those characters and it, and it was told from such a rich place uh mr mcduffie uh, Mr. Cowan. Um, and see, these are guys who have wrote for Marvel in the past, like uh, Deathlock and right. um, some of the Luke Cage series and stuff. And they just kind of opened my eyes to this whole new world. Um, but Spawn, though, oof, that just, um, that was something else, man. It, I'm it, sure it, it resonated was, with you, too, being an African-American it, man, also being a military man and growing up in a military um, area. Man, like, he was just badass. Dude, like, I love it. That like, costume is super dope. Like, I think I think at the time too, you know, you're rivaling against like X Men and Avengers. Mm-hmm. You don't really see too much, um, and it's like a big event when you see. I think you remember when um, Magneto snatched out uh, Wolverine's out of Manny. Oh yeah, okay, that's a big deal. That is right. But in the Spine comic books, it's like people are getting brutally murdered. Ooh. 
everything's crunching from chains every third page like regular you know and i'm like it's a special event for marvel when you see somebody all bloody and messed up no yeah this is just what what this world is what blew me away about the cartoon is the first episode i think it was where the guy shoots at spawn he's covered drenched in gasoline right catches fire i was like oh this is what this is because i didn't read the comics before then i only watched the i saw the series first series first i was like oh my goodness so then like when i started going back i was like this is amazing yeah it it, it's it's i don't know man it was it was next level so are you Uh, excited about jamie fox taking over the mantle i don't know how i feel about it i would actually prefer i know jamie fox is an incredible actor i know that I would prefer it be a, a nobody. I would prefer it be an up and coming. I agree. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's so powerful, it's so big. I don't, and there's no disrespect to Mr. Fox. I think he's an incredible actor. I just kind of think that he's a little past playing Spawn at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, at least eight to ten years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it, it probably should have been a younger guy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of new younger talented guys out there that probably could have fulfilled the role but i don't think it's going to mine or matter as much mm-hmm. because it's being told through the eyes of the kid if it was being, yeah it's not it's right? not a, that's so that's I, was, I think saves this i was really excited right? and then i was like wait this is like a twitch heavy story it's gonna be interesting yeah and it's gonna be done by mcfarland himself right so it's gonna be good it's gonna be good. Uh, I just don't know what kind of good. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna it be like we were expecting. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. gonna be good. Like, wow, that was amazing, or wow, that really was on the verge of being something special. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like an I mean, unfinished it's idea. It's interesting to give it to us through the eyes of one of the detectives, right? Yeah, why not? I mean, that's different from uh, D, what DC and Marvel is doing, for right? Us. And I think so Twitch might be, work. I think Twitch should be William H Macy. You know what? Right. That would work. You know what I mean? That would even be though he's a little bit casual. older. But I mean, you're a detective. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's works. a little bit older. He'd be you that know. dude. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't that young. And he was pretty. He's kind of in that age yeah, range well, in the kind of William Age is really old. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, you know what? They got him looking younger on Shameless. Man. Yeah, I mean, he, he's yeah. literally kind of look. He's look. He looked like an old man when he was thirty. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a case of Caucasian. You know what I mean? He he <laughs> he does, but he looks like Twitch though. He does. I can see him. Do, he does. Little, see him little, little tiny round glasses. I think he'd be dope as hell. This April and May, our Patreon donation spotlight is brain aneurysm survivor Amelia Clark's new nonprofit, SameU.org. Their mission is to create immediate post acute rehabilitation for young adults who have suffered a brain injury or stroke. A portion of our Patreon proceeds will go towards this amazing nonprofit. Sign up to support us at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Hashtag the neuro nerds give back. So, so let me ask you uh, this though. So, in game, right, right. You said that you feel like all the characters mm-hmm. have PTSD. I, every single one. Every one of them. Every single one. Do you think you still think you think the Hulk is suffering from PTSD? Man, unless they look like he had his shit he, together, I, right? I think so. Hulk number one. Once he became more and more um, coherent. Okay. Right. So you you know what you're doing. I'm ripping a Chitari's uh, head off with my mouth. Right. I'm doing that. Like he knows that that's happening. So he's fully aware of all the horrific things that he does. That that in and of itself is traumatic. But he yes. could, in that form, probably really enjoy that. The Hulk is in. He's an agent of destruction. Yes. We can comfortably say. Right. Yes. He's the destructor. 
Not once has he ever been pushed. Maybe when the Chitari, all of them aimed their guns at him and he was bleeding a little bit. He's like, oh man, they're, this, they're, they're coming at me. When Thanos hit him with that combo and then when Thanos hit him with the Ultimate Warrior body slam, when he did that, that I think it. that that was it. I, th- I really, we were talking earlier, I really think he hit that him was- so hard, the Hulk decided to study. <laughs> I, I, I regret every life decision until this point. I mean, I I just kind of feel like <laughs> as I look at that movie, I'm like, everybody was a little sad, mm-hmm. except for him. He looked like he was, he was like, hey, he was he, taking he, selfies. You know, you know what autographs. It is? I, I would think even though there are soldiers that have seen horrific things, have done mm-hmm. horrific things. But if they had an opportunity from like, just to get out of there like that just oh, I'm yeah. no longer doing this and not only that but now you're like a big YouTube star right. and you get to travel the world you get to meet all these people and they love you I think a lot of people would have that immediate switch clearly at home it's a different yeah. story I mean I mean and, and the alternative is, you know is that or catch Thanos' hands so I I, I I would take the last, you know, Ooh, he, I would take that YouTube role every time. He he took that hit to the neck and he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, I, don't, I, mean, I want people to realize that, like, that was literally the last time you saw Dude, the wh- Hulk throw hands. Yeah. Wilder last night. Who, wait, what was the cat's name? Brazil? Yeah. He hit him so hard. I would not be surprised if Brazil was a trainer next month. He hit him so hard that he, I'm sure, is... <laughs> I'm sure he's rethinking every everything, life decision. Everything he's he's rethinking. He his might career. be like Hulk. He might be like a he might be like a influencer. I mean, next like, time we see like, him, like I'm telling you, man, if you really when you go back and you look at this stuff again, you're gonna be like the Hulk swung on Thanos, and I have not seen you don't see him for another movie and a half fight another person that he don't fight anybody else, not even in the battle scene. When Thanos and them show up, he's holding the building up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's and, and, and to be honest, hey, he probably could have laid it down on something. He probably could. But he was like, you know what? I'm good here. He probably could have. I don't even. Uh, did, was he in the running scene at everybody? I don't think he was. Was he, was he there with the sling? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, Thanos put hands on the Hulk and he did not show up again. I really think he put on the manner. I think he put on the gauntlet because he was like, I need this. <laughs> right. I this is my redemption. This. Not like, you know, no, no, you can't handle it. Not that. Right, I, I need this so you can't handle it. Even if you can, right? You can't. Thor probably could have wore it for sure. He's Thor. He could have wore it. He's a god. But he's like, no, I need to do this. He, he this like, is my get back from getting he, boxed out by Thanos. I, I need this because it's gonna protect me. <laughs> I don't want to get hit in the neck again, <laughs> man. I mean, I like. I, I was a fan of Endgame. I, I, I really was. But I really do believe every single superhero character. It's, it's trauma, man. Like I, I think. The, the stigma of, of tra- trauma is it's military. It's war. It's not. It's everything. When is that new? Is that like a new Netflix show that's like coming out or mm-hmm. if it's, it's supposed to be like superheroes like all the time, like even when they're in having bad days and everything. Oh, like, that's a great concept. I don't know. Yeah, I, love I think that, it's though. exactly like that where um, and even like a couple of them go like rogue at times. Mm-hmm. They just get fed up. It's almost what you're talking about because you're right. If you really think about it, the big scheme of things is a superhero is like they should go mad. That's 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 why Superman, like he's weird, but that's what makes Superman Superman. At any moment, he could just be like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to run this world. 
like in um uh injustice yes you know yes. he could just go he could be like eh, enough of this it's too hard it's, it's, to be it's nice too much it's too i'm much. ruling with an iron fist but that's why i love batman because no matter what batman's like no no, no you don't kill killing i don't easy. i don't like batman i love Batman. i mean i, I like batman but i'll tell you why i don't like batman i don't like batman because batman literally is responsible for the deaths of millions of people because <laughs> all he had to do all he does take, take about, out one guy how many times are you going to catch the same guys and put them in the same asylum that obviously holds no one? Definition of insanity, doing right? the exact same thing, so if, for a different result. I kind of feel like if I'm like a regular citizen of Gotham and the Joker killed my parents, I'm looking at Batman. I'm looking at you, bro. Like, you, you know what should be done? You take all of the Batman's rogues gallery, send them to Metropolis. All right, Superman, let's see what you can do. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I think there's like a similar. Uh, see, here, here's my nerd again. Like, um, Batman was gone somewhere. Wherever Batman was at, I can't recall, but like Superman had to stand in for him. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, he kind of dressed up as Batman for a little while. Oh, wow. You had um, the Dick Grayson um, Nightwing. Oh, take over his background. He would kind of help him out um, and keep him straight. So he's filled in for Bruce a few times and had to fight. I'm, I'm sure Superman was yeah. in Gotham just saying, God dang, what is going on in this city? Yeah, I mean. Where are the cops? Where are the cops, right? <laughs> it's like Oakland and San Francisco. No. You know what I mean? That's like Metropolis, Gotham. Seriously, like, I'm pretty sure Gotham is like Crenshaw in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, Gotham has got to be bad, and, but but it makes sense. It does. It, it makes sense does. because you you know what the worst worst case scenario. I'm gonna just get caught and do my bit. And right. I'm gonna go to this place and I'm out. You know? I'm right back to where I'm not where I want to be. Go to Metropolis and fuck with the the guy. You got to have a green rock to stop. I don't. Where do you get that from? That's true. <laughs> you know? That's true. There there, there wasn't I don't have any. <laughs> there was so, there wasn't the dark web back then. Right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> there, there wasn't Amazon. You couldn't get I in two days. Can get a hold of some uranium before I get a hold of kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to fuck with Superman. So. Where do you get that? I don't know. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the NeuroNerds on the Apple Podcast app today. So, Trip, man, this has been awesome. I, I want to yeah. thank you for, yeah, for, for being here. Hey, you got to come back on. You got me of my course. dirty co-host. Of course. And yeah, like, man. I, I was going to say, uh, I didn't know she was going to be here or not because I knew she was out jet-setting. Yeah, being you amazing. Know? And just doing all kind of crazy things, man, in the desert and stuff, like with dancing and stuff. I was like, "What?" She's man, amazing, she's living isn't it she? Up, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She, she, she's incredible. She's also an ass kicker, man. Like she, yeah. she did like bodyguard training, bodyguard training yeah, on well, this trip. No, 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 just, just in general. Just, just in general, she's also a black belt in taekwondo. Sweet, yeah. yeah. So when I joke, I joke, but this isn't a joke. I'm physically afraid of my tiny co-hosts. Yeah, like she's. Well, I got. I have a. I have a black belt in like U.S. Yoshikai karate. Shout, shout out to U.S. Yoshikai. Um, <laughs> you said Taekwondo. I'm gonna. I'm gonna poke at her a little bit. Oh man, it's gonna be um, a battle. You know, <laughs> insert Lauren kick yeah. noise. <laughs> the uh, Taekwondo folks, you know, they do a lot of fancy kicks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a lot of fancy kicks. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I think Lauren can murder me in several different ways with several different objects in this room. That used to be our little dig when we'd be at the competitions and we'd be like, you know, eh, you, you, you do a lot of fancy kicks. <laughs> While you're kicking, we'll, we'll be subduing you. 
<laughs> she, <Some> karate. <laughs> she's kind of like Jason Bourne. I'm really like she she could take a book and murder somebody. I believe it though. She could take a. I believe it. She's like one of the sweetest people I've met, man. She's also but, made of stone, man. She has like the density which, of a dying star. What? She is so like she's just dense. Well, well she dances, man. She does. She does. That she's shit, like I don't know if people know. Like that shit is like a workout plus. Um, she's made to dance of on the regular. We, when we saw, um, oh man, whatever movie we saw, one of the Avengers movies, and she grabbed my arm and she was. Because of Bucky. Oh, it was uh, uh, Infinity War. When we saw that, oh, when Bucky she, just, went. she was just like, <gasps> and she grabbed my arm. I am not, I'm a grown man, Trip. I'm a grown man. I I'm felt the squeeze. Six foot two. Felt I'm the squeeze. 200, over 200 yeah. pounds. Grown man. I was almost in tears. <laughs> She's so strong. But if you think about it, she has to like pull herself up yeah. on this pole and do these amazing things. That's what I'm saying, man. When I saw, like, it's hard. That that's incredibly difficult to extend your body. She's superhero, man. She's uh, sideways. Uh, uh, that's you know what kind of core strength you got after that shit? She, she's got all of it. That is that's why I, that's why I tell everybody crazy. all the time. Like like uh, my I'm stroke pool. Is that a stroke and love devil? She's Bat Widow. She ah. really is. She's like Batman and Black Widow all combined. Bat Widow. You know? I really think that's she's kind of. I think she's overseas, like running some missions. She's she's running missions. Yeah, she's doing like some special ops stuff. She could be, man. I'm, I'm not buying this. Well, I'm going for a photo shoot, a little vacation. Do no, no, no. I'm yeah. not buying this stuff. Uh, is, is there something going on? Yeah, just o- oil prices right now are going to drop for some reason. Hey, hey, <laughs> and th- thank you, thank Lauren. you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say, Pro Tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. So, so Trip, seriously, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your nerdum. I love that. Yeah, man. I also anytime, appreciate you, you sharing some of, the, some of the personal stuff about what it is to be uh, in, in the military, like some of the stuff that you guys go through. Yeah. And also just being on board with, yeah, we need to talk, man. Like, we just need to talk it out. Oh, of course, man. you know, of that's course. it's thank you guys for having me, man. Anytime. It, it, it's been a beautiful thing. Um, And I can't appreciate you more. Also, go see Spawn. And actually in the comments or, or yes. just reach out. Who would you fan cast as Spawn? Oh, that's good. That is good. That's good. I, I, I want to hear some good. ideas. And, and I, I don't want to I don't want to hear. um uh, what's his name? No, Michael B. Jordan. No, Michael B. Jordan. No, 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 no. no, no. Michael B. Jordan. No, hit, hit hit us with like some some somebody unknown dude. Who's like not? Yeah, I was yeah the, somebody who is not the been next in Michael the B. MCU Jordan. You period. Yeah, yeah. The next or, Michael B. Jordan or DC's uh, crash of a universe, whatever they call that thing over there. They're doing. Oh, that dumpster fire. That, yeah, that 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 whole. I don't. Know. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> just just somebody new like that. That would be great to see a new if you could drink. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's what we're looking for. Not like the Dreamcast video game. We're looking for right. Dreamcasting right. Spawn. Spawn. So so Trip man, we, we really appreciate you. Check out Trip's music. We're gonna send uh like leave links in the bio yeah, for all this yeah, stuff. Man. One of the dopest artists out there. So, let's, let's let's be honest. Yeah, we got some new stuff coming, man. Um a little bit later this year we've been working and just trying to get everything in order, waiting for the right time, but maybe after the summer. Ooh. Maybe after the summer. I'll say this summer's things. a perfect time because that's gonna yeah. be fire. Boom. Come on. Boom. <laughs> As always, the Neuro Nerds, we are here to help. You can follow me at Joso Rocks everywhere. Follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. Follow us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere <laughs> trip my friend i really appreciate your service i appreciate you as a person as a nerd i appreciate you for doing this hey um, my pleasure thank you for your support um 
you know, man, hey, man, I love being a nerd. Um, I love being a blurred black nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I like to call myself a hood nerd. I'm, I'm still, you know, the same dude from the same spot. And, you know, I just like what I like, man. And, and nobody should be uh, afraid to like what you like and do what you do. Be yourself. Man. Damn right. And on that incredible, beautiful note, these neuro nerds are out. Out. Fucking beautiful, man. Deserve it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.